What is up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Coworking Weekly Show. As always, I'm your host, Alex Hellman, and today we're talking about desuckifying sponsorship. What's up, gang? We've got a super fun episode for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking about sponsorship and how to make sponsors, how to approach sponsors, and how to help sponsors get the most value out of your stuff without making your community uncomfortable and actually trying to align those two things and get the best results for everybody. But before we get into that, I just want to give a little bit of background on some of the stuff that I've been working on. The two things that have been most exciting over the last several weeks have been, one, an audiobook that we've been working on and just came out and it's called The First 10. And I would love for you to go check it out. There's a bunch of free samples at theindiehallway.com slash 10, 10 spelled out. And this audiobook is something that I've been wanting to put out for a really long time. I've been trying to help tell the story of how a community can actually be built before a co-working space starts. And the best example I know is the one that we've been through. So sat down with the team here, with Adam, with Mike, and over the last few months have told that story, but we've told it in a way that I've never been able to tell before. And I think the best thing you can do is go to the website, theindiehallway.com, and listen to the samples, give it a peek, and I'd love to hear what you think. The other thing that I've been working on has been getting ready to move Indie Hall into our new home. We're moving in August, and this is a project that's been going on for over a year in all different kinds of incarnations. And the thing that's really interesting about the way this project has been going is it's not just a move. It could be just a move, taking what we have now and moving it to a new address. But in a lot of ways, it's like going back to the beginning. We're getting a chance to deploy all of our patterns, all of our lessons for community building against the problem of moving into a new space. But with everything that we've learned up until this point and with the engaged community that we have here in our existing space. So we've got a lot going on over there. Everything from choosing the materials, the designs, from deciding on layouts, from uh, even just reaching out to vendors to buy services and products for the new office and being able to tap our community for all of those things has made this experience that otherwise is kind of a pain in the ass really, really interesting and an opportunity to bring our community closer together. This is one of the best examples I have of taking some lemons and turning them into lemonade in terms of having a really annoying, expensive thing of having to change offices, which includes a very expensive fit out of a new office into something that's extremely high value for our community. So I'm gonna be talking a whole lot more about how we're actually doing that over the coming weeks and months. I just wanted to give that update because things are going really well and I'm excited for August. I'm excited to be able to share more of what we've been learning along the way, but that's enough out of me. Why don't we get straight into today's question? A reader asks, how do you reach out to sponsors and what type of incentive or benefit would you offer them? Is there anything in particular to be mindful of when working with sponsors? All right, so this is a really good question, and sponsorship definitely falls into potential components to business models for co-working spaces, for communities. Uh, it's a way to bring in money, or in some cases, just reduce costs so that you don't have to bring in as much money. And those are actually two different, very different kinds of sponsorship, and so I'll talk a little bit about both of them. There's that in-kind sponsorship where you're getting access to services, equipment, or stuff in exchange for the sponsor being seen by your community, by, by your, your people. And then there's 
there's the actual cash sponsorship where there is a some amount of money that is being put into a budget that is then going back out to pay for things, whether that is you know, staffing or venue costs or, or other things that are in your budget. So those two different kinds of sponsorships, I think, are, are worth looking at individually because they're a little bit different. We'll look at the easier one first, which is the in-kind sponsorship. And I say easier because it's the easier one to get, especially when we're talking about companies. When you're looking at the costs of running an event or an operation within your co-working space, you can potentially look at who vendors are that would be aligned with your community and want to get the thing that they have in front of more of your members. So you know, a good example of that within a, a co-working space uh, would be you know, a service that we use. For instance, the coffee that we buy. We're already going to buy that coffee. It would be one thing to approach a sponsor and say, hey, can we get coffee for free? We'll put a, 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 some sort of signage in the coffee machine and let them know it's yours. And then our members perhaps want to buy that coffee to have at home. Maybe not the strongest example because I think people are drinking much more coffee here at the co-working space itself, but you get the sort of idea. It's an actual exchange of product for visibility where otherwise it would just be the coffee, generically speaking. Uh, and it could also be a, a cost reduction. So maybe it's not totally free, but it is discounted, either discounted to wholesale if you're not already getting it wholesale, which by the way, you probably should be getting it wholesale if you're buying enough of it or, or a discount. Right? So it doesn't need to be all this. There's the cost reduction approach to sponsorship. And then there's the actual cash sponsorship. And this is where things get a little bit tricky because A, many companies are not in a position to actually give cash for sponsorship. And even when they are, you have to ask yourself, what is it that they are trying to get out of it? That's the key to all sponsorship is what is the sponsor trying to get? What do they want? And I think co-working spaces in particular have an opportunity to approach sponsorship in a way that a lot of other kinds of organizations don't because they're so short-term, they're so temporal. You know, Sponsorship for an event is sort of a, a one-time thing. Even if it's a recurring event over the course of you know, multiple months or a year, it's for a moment. Whereas a co-working space, a co-working community where people actually have a ton of trust in each other, there is a multiplier effect on earning the trust of people in that community because you become the go-to referral, right? So if you're an accounting firm, for instance, and you're trying to get clients within a co-working space, it could be possible for you to you know, give away some free or reduced rate accounting services. I think that's potentially much more valuable than actually giving money to put your logo on stuff. But if you're a company that's trying to put money at sponsorship, or if you're a co-working space that's trying to get a company to put money towards your sponsorship, I want to encourage you to try one thing that I guess not a lot of people do, and I think is the most guaranteed way to ensure that your sponsors get the value that they're trying to get. And that's make sure that there are people from the sponsor's company involved in whatever the thing is that you're trying to get sponsored. So if we're talking about an event, make sure they're not just sending money and a logo, have them send an actual human, a representative that can be there and participate and encourage. One of the best examples of this that I saw recently was at the Coworking Canada conference in Toronto last fall where FreshBooks sponsored, and FreshBooks is not a sponsor of the show, so I'm not mentioning them because they paid me anything. They were a sponsor of the conference. And although they did some things that a lot of sponsors do in terms of you know giving out swag, they've got a little book about timekeeping, I think it was, that they put in everyone's swag bag. And actually the, the CEO of the company gave a talk, which generally I like raise an eyebrow 
throw out and be like, a sponsor is allowed to give a talk. Um, that's usually sort of a pay to play thing and I'm not so into that, but they gave such a good talk. It was not a pitch for FreshBooks. It was a talk about the company culture at FreshBooks and the roles and lessons that they've learned along the way. So they showed up, the CEO of this company that sponsored showed up to give a talk and a really good one. That had to have been a multiplier of the effect of any dollar they spent on the sponsorship. And it was very savvy of the organizers to identify that and set that expectation for them and say, you're allowed to get up and give a talk, but it's not a pitch. It's you've got to teach something. And then the other thing they did is they had a bunch of their team members there and not just there standing at a booth to, you know, answer questions about the service, which is generally how sponsor participation works. They were actually there in the audience, sitting next to attendees, participating, taking notes, contributing to conversation. And I met a bunch of people from the FreshBooks team that I wouldn't have otherwise met. And I got a sense of who they were and why they were curious about our community, about our culture and what was going on there. And it created for me, as someone who knows exactly what's going on, I know that they're a sponsor, an understanding and appreciation of them and a connection to them that made me think about FreshBooks in a completely different way, which is the kind of value that they're paying for. So. Even when there's a cash sponsorship in hand, my, what I would encourage you to do, whether you are the co-working space of the community that is trying to get a sponsor for your event or your space or to reduce some cost, or you are a sponsor trying to get in more involved in a co-working space, participation is key. Send people and not just to pitch and not just to answer questions about your product. Be there as a peer. Be there as a member of that community. And if you're not sure how to do that, ask, have a conversation about it beforehand. Find out how people interact with each other. It's the exact same thing that you need to do within your own coworking community to help new members connect with existing members. You should be treating your sponsors effectively the exact same way. The best result for a sponsor is gonna come from one where they are felt as a peer by the members within the community.